Alam tara, have you not seen? If you haven't seen, then see. Alam tara, have you not seen? Have you not considered? If you don't know, then you should know. What should you know? What should you see? What should you consider? Kaifa how darab Allahu Allah has struck, meaning Allah has given. Mathalan example. Which example? Example of what? Of kalimatan tayyibatan. Of a word that is tayyibah. Of a kalima, a word that is tayyibah, meaning it is good. Good word. Kalimatan tayyibah. What is kalimatan tayyibah? Kalima tayyibah. Does anyone know? Kalima tayyibah. The first kalima. What is that? La ilaha illallah. Hmm? How do you know it's La ilaha illallah? How do you know kalima tayyibah is La ilaha illallah? Because that's what you were taught when you were young. Right? That the first kalima is kalima tayyibah. And tayyibah means pure. And what is it? Kalima tayyibah? La ilaha illallah. Meaning there is no God worthy of worship but Allah. And this is really the best statement. If you just think about it, La ilaha illallah. There is no God worthy of worship but Allah. Is this a true statement? Yes. It is the most true, most accurate statement that can ever be. Is it a beautiful statement? Yes. It is a statement that sets you free. Kalima tayyiba. So what is the example of this good word, of this best statement that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives? Its example is kashajaratin tayyiba. Like a tree that is tayyiba, that is good. Good word like a good tree. What is a good tree? A tree that just looks beautiful? When will it look beautiful? When? When asluha thabit. When its asl is thabit. What is asl? Foundation. The basis. The root of something. The basis of the tree is its root. So the root of this tree is thabitun. Thabit meaning firm. When is the root of a tree, of a plant, firm? When? When it's deep. When it's deep. So, asluha thabit, its root is firm. Wa faruha, and its farr. Farr meaning branches. Its branches are where? Fissama, in the sky. Branches are in the sky, meaning the tree is also very tall. I want you to imagine a beautiful tree. A good tree. What kind of a tree is it? A shrub? No. What kind of a tree is it? A tree that is barren with no leaves? With broken branches? With no branches? No. A beautiful tree is a tree that is big, tall. You know, it has beautiful branches. It's full. It's lush. And that is only possible when it has a firm, deep foundation. So the example of a good word, meaning the good word of iman, of la ilaha illallah, is like that of a good tree. And a good tree is only good when it has deep roots, 
firm foundation and branches that are tall and high, reaching up to the sky. Now what is this good tree? In a hadith we learn which is in Bukhari, Abdullah ibn Umar anhu he said that once he was sitting with the Prophet and there were also some other companions over there. And in that gathering, the Prophet asked his companions that tell me about a tree that resembles the believer. Which tree resembles the believer? A tree, the leaves of which do not fall in the summer nor winter. Meaning it is? It is evergreen. And it gives its fruit at all times. Meaning every time the season comes when the tree is supposed to give fruit, it gives fruit by the permission of its Lord. So the Prophet ﷺ asked this question and the Sahaba, they gave many answers. They tried this kind of tree, that kind of tree, this tree, that tree. Eventually they said, Allah and His Messenger know best. Ibn Umar anhu, he was very young at that time. He was a child. And he thought to himself, I think it's the date palm tree. Because a date palm tree, it is such that its root is firm, it's really tall, branches are reaching up to the sky, it's evergreen, it can withstand the harshest of climates also, and it gives its fruit always. But Ibn Umar was too shy to speak. Why was he too shy to speak? Because he was the youngest. And so he didn't say anything. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, it is the date palm, he and nakhla. So now when everybody went home, Ibn Umar was with his father, Umar anhu, and he said, you know when the Prophet ﷺ asked that question, I knew the answer, but I was too shy to speak. And Umar anhu said that if you had given the answer, that would have made me very, very happy. That you should have. He encouraged him. But anyway, from this hadith, what do we learn? That... This ayah is explained by the Prophet ﷺ. So can you understand the Qur'an without learning the hadith? Without learning the sunnah? You cannot. Because the explanation of the Qur'an is given by who? Rasulullah ﷺ. وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ We have sent the reminder to you so that you explain to the people what has been sent to them. Now, let's look at this ayah again. The example of a good word is like a good tree whose foundation, whose root is firm. What is this good word? The good word of iman. Because la ilaha illallah, what does it mean basically? It's your iman. It's the faith of the believer. The faith in Allah, in His tawheed, in His oneness, in His greatness. Right? Where is this firmly rooted? Asluha thabit. Where is its asl? Where is it founded? The heart of the believer. The heart of the believer. So this good tree is firmly rooted in the heart of the believer. Okay? But is it just in the heart? No. Wafaru'uha sama. Its branches are reaching high. Meaning, as a result of that deep root, of that firm faith, there are also some actions and some words. There will be some action. There will be some good speech. So the foundation of faith is where? It is in the heart. 
But it's proof. Its evidence is where? On the limbs. On the limbs. Which is why Iman is not just faith in the heart. That is just one side of the story. That is just one part of Iman. Iman is complete when the words and the actions conform to that faith. Like for example, if there is the root of a plant, okay, but the stem is cut off. It is cut off from the surface. There is no stem, there is no branches, there is no leaves, there is no flowers, no fruit, nothing at all. Just the root is there. Would you call that a plant? Would you call that a tree? No. What good is that tree? It's no good. Is it providing any shape? Is it bringing any profit? Nothing. Is it going to be cleaning the air at all? No. When will that root be called a tree? When it's complete. And if there is a root somewhere, then that means that definitely the tree will grow. The plant will grow. So likewise, iman, yes, it is hidden in the heart. The roots are there, just like the roots are hidden beneath the ground. But there also has to be the tree. The effects of that iman. And where are those effects? On the actions and on the speech of a person. So, أَصْلُهَا ثَابِتٌ وَفَرْعُهَا فِي السَّمَاءِ it gives, meaning this tree, this shajara, it gives ukulaha its fruit. When? Kullahinin. Every time. Meaning all year round. Or every time the tree is meant to give fruit, it produces its fruit. Bi Rabbiha by the permission of its Lord. And Allah presents examples for the people So that they reflect Not so that they learn and move on But they reflect So let's reflect on this example The example of this good tree Now from the sunnah we learn that this tree is the date palm What are the characteristics of the date palm? The date palm is a very different kind of a tree It's a very unique tree It's very different from other trees First of all If you look at it It's trunk what is the trunk like? It is straight. It's tall. Okay? It doesn't have branches. You know, one branch here and another branch there, another branch there. No, it's like a pillar, literally straight, without any diversions. And then at the top, all the branches come out. Likewise is the believer. Focused. Not a foot here, a foot there, a hand here, a hand there. Focused. Not a conversation here and a conversation there. Focused. But what happens with us? We're doing our work. One tab is open, another tab is open, another tab is open. On one tab there's a shopping website, another tab there's a, an article, another tab there's a video. And then what happens? We're doing something and we open one tab and we switch from there to the other, to the other, to the other. And that wastes... Hours. It wastes so much time. A believer is focused, just like the tree, just like the date palm. Okay. Secondly, we see in the date palm that its root is deep. It has a very firm root system, a very strong, solid root base, which is of different levels. And remember that the deeper the root, the taller the tree is. Now, what is the root? It is the iman. The iman is deep. You see, we know that the heart is where the iman is. But there are moments when we 
feel something literally entering our heart. When we feel that our heart is involved, we're doing something with all our heart. Not just from the surface, but with all our heart. This is who the mu'min is. Whose heart is involved. He does what he does with a conscious intention, with sincerity, with love, with gratitude, feelings of joy, of you know, humility. And where are all of these feelings experienced? In the heart. Deeply rooted. And if this iman is strong, then the action will be strong. Like for example, if you really feel how amazing the Qur'an is, if you really feel that the Qur'an has answers, then what will you do? Just stare at the Qur'an. What will you do? You can't keep away from it. You will definitely touch it. You will definitely open it. You will definitely recite it. You will definitely listen to it. So you see, when the root is deep, then the action, it comes naturally. It comes easily. The foundation is strong. The foundation is deep. Then we see after the root, the branches of this date palm. How are they? How are they? They are high, really high. But they, as they spread out, they bend low also. Right? They bend low. If you see, it's like an arch almost. It's bending down. So yes, the believer, actions are good, above average. Okay? But at the same time, there is humility. At the same time, there is humility. And you see how all the branches are at the same place, at the same level. Not that there is one branch here, one branch there. No, at the same level. There is consistency in the actions of the believer also. Then we see that this tree is evergreen. It's unaffected by the changing seasons. How hot can the desert become? And in the winter, I mean, the winds can be quite chilly. Very, very cold. You know, it's like when you're going to Mecca or Medina in the winter, you think, oh, it's a desert. It can never be cold over there. But if you go in the winter, sometimes you'll experience those mornings and those nights and even those days when it is so cold that the wind is extremely chilly. It's very, very cold. Remember the Ahzab, when the different groups, they came and they camped outside Medina, right, in order to attack the Muslims. And there was a trench because of which they couldn't enter. What is it that finally sent them back home? The cold weather, the cold wind. But still it's amazing how this tree survives. It survives the harshest weather even. When there is a sandstorm in the desert, it can be so bad that livestock will die. Animals will die. People will die. But this tree, it stands tall. It's unaffected by the changing seasons. And likewise is the iman of the believer. Yes, there are times when it will become low, but it will not extinguish. It will not die. If that foundation is firm. If the foundation is not firm, then what will happen? Yes, the tree will be uprooted. But the deeper the root is, the more strength the tree has, and the more it can bear the harsh changes or the harsh seasons or the harsh circumstances of life. Because this life is a test, right? All the time we're being tested. Sometimes those tests are really severe, really harsh. 
And sometimes people get affected by those situations and instantly their faith in Allah is lost, their obedience to Allah goes away. But a believer with firm faith, he has stability. He has stability in his life. He's unaffected by the changing seasons. And then we see that the fruit of this tree, what is it? Okay, soft at a certain stage. Okay, because even when it is hard and crunchy, okay, it still has a specific characteristic. And what is that? It's sweet. When you see an apple, can you expect that that apple might not be very sweet? Yeah? That it may be sour? Yeah? It's possible. Oranges. Watermelon. Sometimes so sweet and sometimes bland. You know, it's like when you bring a big watermelon home and you're cutting it, you're just wishing it better be sweet. Because if it's not sweet, we're going to have a hard time finishing it. But when it comes to dates, you know that a date will always be sweet. Whether it is from Trinidad or it is from Medina or from California, no matter where that date is from, you know that the date is going to be sweet. Likewise, is a believer. Only good can be expected of him. The stronger the faith, the better the actions. Only good can be expected in his speech, in his you know, cooperation, his actions. Some people when you talk to, you don't know how they're going to react. They might respond nicely and they might erupt. Right? You don't know what kind of reaction may be expected. But the quality of the believer that we learn from here is that a believer is consistently sweet, consistently good-natured. That no matter what's going on in life, when you come across them, inshallah, you'll find a smile on their face. When you meet them, inshallah, you will hear something good from them. And you see, a date, it's not just sweet, it's also very nutritious. It's a source of benefit. Likewise as a believer, that you can only expect a good, positive reaction from them. Because a believer, what is he like? Samirna? Huatarna. We hear... And we obey. A believer does not abandon his Muslim brother or sister. When his Muslim brother or sister is in need, is in help, and he's reaching out for help, the believer will not turn him down. Like the Prophet ﷺ, whenever he was asked for something, he would never say no for an answer. He would never give no for an answer. If he was not able to help himself, again, he would not say no. He would suggest something. He would send the sa'il elsewhere. That so-and-so should be able to help you. He would send word to his companions, to his wives. Is there anyone who has food? Anyone who can help this individual? Because the Prophet ﷺ would not refuse anybody. He would not refuse. And likewise as a believer, he does not refuse. It doesn't mean that he doesn't ever say no. What it means is that he realizes that the other has a need and he wants to help. If he's able to help himself, he will do that. If he's unable to help himself, then he will suggest an alternative. Because for a believer, the problem of another believer is his own problem. 
Right? It's his own problem. He puts himself in the shoes of the others. Who is a believer? لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه. Right? So if he sees that his brother or sister is in need, then he puts himself in their shoes. And he doesn't refuse. He always is a source of benefit. We see that this tree, no part of it is useless. You might say, oh, the seeds are useless. No, even those seeds are quite useful. You know, people actually grind them and make this kind of flour, and they use that. Hmm? A date at every stage is useful. You get those nice crunchy dates. Okay? I actually found them somewhere in Mississauga recently. I got a whole bunch. So beautiful. Nice and crunchy. And you leave them for a little while and they'll actually turn soft and ripe. Hmm? So this is how the believer is. No part of him is useless. Every bit of him is useful. Beneficial. His words, his actions, his vision, meaning the way he looks and observes, the advice that he gives, beneficial, useful. And even though this tree, palm tree, may be standing alone, and there are times when you see only one tree standing in the middle of the desert, it still survives. So sometimes, yes, you have good company, and that is a source of motivation. But at other times, you're all alone. At home, you have people to remind you to pray. But at school, who's going to tell you? Who's going to tell you? Your heart. If that root is present. Hmm? So this is the believer. Let me share with you some ahadith to tell us about the characteristics of the believers. The Prophet ﷺ said, The believer is not a slanderer, meaning one who slanders others. Nor does he curse others. And nor is he immoral or shameless. The believer is not shameless, he's not immoral, he doesn't curse others. What does it mean? He's a source of goodness, he's a source of happiness, he's a source of strength, he's a source of motivation for those who are around him. In another hadith we learn, he is not a believer who eats to his full while his neighbor is hungry next to him. Concern for others, a source of benefit for others. In another hadith we learn, indeed the believer strives with his body and his wealth. Always giving, contributing. Not just taking, taking, but giving also, giving back. Nothing but good comes from the believer in all situations, in all circumstances. وَمَثَلُ كَلِمَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ And the example of a خَبِيثَةٍ kalima, Of a bad word. What is that bad word? The opposite of good word. What is the good word? Of iman, la ilaha illallah. What's the opposite of that? Anything that is not la ilaha illallah. So whether it is hypocrisy, or it is kufr, or it is shirk, the bad word, its example is kashajaratin khabithatin, like a bad tree. What's the characteristic of the bad tree? Ujtuthat min fawqil Ujtuthat, from jim sa sa. Jath. Jath is to pull something out, to pull it out from the root. So this tree, ujtuthat min fawqil al. It is pulled out, it is uprooted from the surface of the earth. Meaning it doesn't have a firm foundation, it doesn't have a deep root system. The roots are just barely, you know, under the ground. They're basically on the surface. مَا لَهَا مِنْ And when the roots are like that, this tree will not have any stability. 
It will not be stable. For the Arabs, this kind of tree was known as Hanzal. Because the Hanzal tree, full of thorns, bitter fruit, and the roots were so close to the earth that it could be uprooted very easily. You know, it's like certain vines. What are they like? They're just on the surface of the earth. Right? So when they're on the surface, it's so easy to just pull them out. And these days, I'm sure you have seen this as you go out into your yard, and you see all these strange kind of, or so many different kinds of weeds. There are some which are just there on the surface. You can just easily pull them out. And this is hypocrisy. This is weak faith. There is no resolve, no confidence on the slightest whiff of misfortune. What happens? A person is ready to give up his faith. He blames faith for every problem in his life. Even on the slightest of peer pressure, he gives up. He loses his deen. And such a person can neither benefit others nor can he work for the deen with this kind of superficial, shallow faith, an ordinary storm, an ordinary test is sufficient to uproot him. مَا لَهَا مِنْ It doesn't have any stability. Now we see that the Prophet ﷺ said, the example of a believer is that of a crop. Imagine a crop. Okay, a field, crop. Which the wind continues to toss from one side to another. The believer is like what? A crop which the wind continues to toss from one side to the other. So at one time the wind is blowing from the right side and the plant is, the crop is completely bent towards its left. And then what happens? The wind blows from the other direction and it's bent to the other side. It is constantly being moved around, affected by what? By the wind. Okay? In the same way, a believer always receives the strokes of misfortune. A believer always receives the strokes of misfortune. Meaning, it's always one problem after another, after another, after another. With iman, deaths only increase. Problems only increase. Is that true? Hmm? You don't think so? You're very lucky. For a believer, what happens? Problems only increase. He barely gets over one test in life that another begins. And he gets over that test that another begins. And another begins. This is the life of the believer. He faces a lot of trials in his life. So what is it that keeps him going? What is it that keeps him firm? What? It's his root. It's his foundation. And what is that? Faith, Iman in Allah. This keeps him firm. This is what helps him remain patient. This is what helps him deal with life's problems. This is what helps him deal with people in a nice way, even though there are many big problems in life. He has qarar, stability. Each person is tested according to the level of his faith. So the stronger the faith, the more the tests will be. Okay? And why is it the tests come? To make us weaker? No, to make us stronger. To make us stronger, these tests come in life. But what happens is that some people, when they're tested, they blame the faith, they blame Iman, they blame Islam, and instead of becoming stronger, they become weaker. But others, as the test comes, they embrace it. And when they embrace it, they become even better than before.
even better than before. Their very problems in life become the source of their success. The problems in life become the source of their getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their problems bring them closer to Allah. Their problems make them better people. Their problems make them more charitable. Their problems make them more humble. Their problems make them more caring and concerned for others. This is the believer. And the one whose faith is weak, then the slightest problem is enough to uproot him. And so instead of becoming stronger through that trial, he becomes weaker and the little faith that he had is completely lost. وَمَثَلُ كَلِمَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ كَشَجَرَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ In another hadith we learned the Prophet ﷺ said, a believer has been created such that he will be put in many trials. A believer has been made such that he will be put in many trials. I hope I'm not depressing you here. Okay? But the thing is, this is a fact of life. This is a fact of life. You know, every year you hope that things will become better in one way or another. Yes, they do seem to improve at one level. But as they're improving, you see that there's other kinds of tests that are also increasing. I can tell you as a mother. You know, every month I realize that my children are going through one phase. And after a month I see, oh alhamdulillah, that phase is over. But then I see another phase has begun. Another problem has started. So a believer has been created such that he will be put in many trials. And the believer is oft repenting. He keeps turning to Allah. Because of these tests that we remember Allah, right? If these problems did not happen, how would we remember Allah? So these problems in a way, they are a blessing. Look at the life of Yusuf a.s. How can we forget his life? Oft repenting, oft returning to Allah. And very forgetful. The believer has been made very forgetful. Meaning, he will forget and make mistakes. But when he is reminded, he accepts admonition. When he is reminded, he accepts that advice. He listens. He obeys. He doesn't remain stubborn. He has that humility. Now, I want you to go back to the ayah about the believer. Because now we have two comparisons over here. Two kinds of kalima, two kinds of trees, two kinds of characters, two kinds of people. One person, he has faith. He is deeply rooted, grounded in his faith. And because of that, tall and high, reaching up to the sky. So we see that the believer, connected to the earth, but at the same time, reaching up to the sky. You know, he's connected to the world, the life that he's living, the people that he's around, but at the same time, he has a very strong connection with who? With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He takes his ghidha, nutrition from the earth, but he also takes his ghidha, nutrition from the sky. Meaning, divine guidance. He's connected at both levels. We think that a righteous believer, a good believer, is someone who doesn't know the people, doesn't know anything. He just says, Allah, Allah, all day long. But what do we see? Asluha thabitun wa far'uha sama. Yes, his feet are here, he's living here, in this earth, on this world, but his heart is where? Elsewhere. Yes, strong connection with people, and a strong connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. 
And then we see that this tree is taking from the earth, but it's also giving fruit. It's taking and it's giving. And this is what life is about. You benefit from others, but you must benefit others also. Not that we just use other people and never thank them or never give them back in any way. No, you take and you give. You take and you give. And you see this process of taking and giving. What does that do to the tree? Makes the tree small? Makes the tree bigger and taller and stronger than before. Sometimes you think, oh no, I'm not going to accept any favor from anybody. Because if I accept a favor, I have to show a favor. You're a human being. You're needy. You're incomplete. You need others. So okay, you take from them, but you also give them. And this is what will make you stronger. وَمَثَلُ كَلِمَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ كَشَجَرَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ Just sitting there on the ground, not taking, not giving, so shallow, easily uprooted. أُجْتُسَّتْ مِنْ فَوْقِ الْأَرْضِ مَا لَهَا مِنْ قَرَارٍ يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ Allah makes stable. Allah gives stability. To who? أَلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who believe بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ With the firm word. Allah gives stability to the believers through what? Through the firm word. What is the firm word? The firm word of faith. Where is it firmly rooted? In the heart. So it is that strong iman, that commitment, you know, this promise of faith, which is firmly rooted in their heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because of that firm commitment, Allah makes them strong also. Allah gives them stability. Where? Fil hayat dunya in the life of this world. Wa fil akhirah and also in the hereafter. So what do we see? If our iman is strong, we show our commitment, we fulfill our commitments, then Allah, His help will also come. Allah's help will also come. يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا You see, the Sahaba رضي الله عنهم, their lives were very difficult. But at the same time, they were so successful. They reached out so far and wide. They accomplished so much in their lives. Why? Because they had Allah's help. Okay, they had Allah's help. But why is it that they got Allah's help? Because they were committed to the deen. They were true to their word. If they promised to do something, they did it. Remember the battle of Uhud? The battle of Uhud, what happened? When the Muslims were leaving Medina, what happened? 300 munafiqeen, what did they say? Oh, you know what? The Prophet didn't accept our advice, so we're going back. So they went back to Medina with Abdullah bin Ubay. And the rest of the Muslims, what did they do? They went along the Prophet and yes, they fought the battle. This was what? Their commitment. They said to the Prophet ﷺ, we will support you, we will obey you, we will listen to you. And they did it. They fulfilled their commitment, even though things became very, very difficult. Later on, the expedition to Tabuk, was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. There were times when people had to slaughter their camels, literally, open up the guts, and take out the water that was stored inside the camel, imagine, and drink that in order to survive. Just imagine. 
that people would be living on dates. They would eat only dates. That's all they had. So many people would share one camel, meaning they would take turns in order to sit on the camel. Most of the time they were walking. So much so that their feet, they were covered with blisters. Their shoes, their sandals were ripped apart because they had to walk so much. And you know how the weather was. It was extremely hot. So did the Sahaba give up over there? No. They showed commitment. Al-Qawl al-Thabit. Why? Because they had firm faith. And because of that, they proved their commitment. And what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them stability also. He gave them stability. He kept them firm on Islam. Such that when the Prophet ﷺ passed away, the Sahaba, they were firm on their faith. Firm. Like always. They didn't lose their faith. So يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا In the life of this world. But also, فِي الْآخِرَةِ وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ In the hereafter also. The hereafter begins with death. The first stage is where? In the grave. Aisha anha, she once said to the Prophet ﷺ, O Messenger of Allah, this nation, meaning this ummah, will be tested in the grave. All of us, people of this ummah, we're going to be questioned in the grave. Our test will begin in the grave. She said, what will happen to me? I'm a weak woman. I'm a weak woman. Just a girl. How will I answer those scary looking angels in the grave, all alone in that darkness? How will I survive? What will happen to me? The Prophet ﷺ said, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Allah will give firmness and stability. So that at that time, the believer will be able to respond to the angels. He will be able to pass that test. And we learn in another hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said, when the deceased or one of you is buried and his companions disperse, the person dies, they give him a bath, they shroud him, they pray his janazah, they bury him, and they cover his you know, grave with dust. And then what happens? They go away. His companions, they go home, they disperse. And when that person is lying alone in the grave, an angel with a mace in his hand. So an angel with a weapon comes to him in the grave and makes that man sit, makes that person sit. The angel says, what do you say about this man? If the dead person, if he was a believer, he will say, I bear witness that there is no God worthy of worship but Allah, and that Muhammad wasallam is a servant and his messenger. So the angel says, you have spoken the truth. And then a door to the fire is opened up for him. And the angel says, this would have been your destination had you denied your Lord. But because you believed, therefore, this is your home. And a door to Jannah is opened. And at that time, that person tries to reach out to that door and enter Jannah. But the angel says to him, stay here. And his grave is expanded for him. Now when the Sahaba they heard all of this. One man, he said, O Messenger of Allah, any person before whom this angel would come, bearing a mace in his hand, would be overcome by fear. 
Any person who sees an angel like this, first of all an angel, and secondly an angel with a big weapon, he sees it, he's going to be overcome by fear. How is it that a person can give all these answers? How is it that a person can remain calm in that situation? The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah keeps firm those who believe with the firm word. يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ But it is, you see, whatever we do now, that is what will be reflected in the Akhirah. If we firmly believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we obey Him, there is steadfastness in our obedience, there is stability in our good deeds. If we have confidence in our iman now, we are at peace with our iman now, we have trust in Allah now, only then we can have firmness and stability in the grave. Because what we do now will be reflected later. It cannot be that a person doubts Allah and in the grave all of a sudden he has that calmness. No. It is when in the tests of this life, in the state of extreme pain and agony, in the state of fear, a person turns to Allah. You know like Yunus a.s. In the belly of the fish, in the depth of darkness, who did he turn to? Who did he remember? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you see, when a person is in trouble, when a person is going through pain, then his reality is exposed. The true faith, that is exposed. If he believes in Allah, then he will reach out to Allah. He will call upon Allah. In pain, he will not say, Mom, doctor, who will he call upon? Allah. And when he will call upon Allah now, then Allah will give him stability later. So the more we remember Allah, the more we love Allah, the more help we will have from Allah now and later. The more we befriend Him, the more He will befriend us. The more we turn to Him, He will help us. يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ وَيُضِلُّ اللَّهُ الظَّالِمِينَ and Allah lets the wrongdoers go astray. He lets them go astray. Meaning He doesn't help them. Why? Because these wrongdoers, they don't want Allah's help. They don't turn to Him. And Allah does whatever He wills. At the end, the ultimate decision is His. Recitation of these verses, please. أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ ضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا كَلِمَةً طَيِّبَةً كَشَجَرَةٍ طَيِّبَةٍ كَشَجَرَةٍ طَيِّبَةٍ أَصْلُهَا ثَابِتٌ وَفَرْعُهَا فِي السَّمَاءِ تُؤْتِي أُكُلَهَا كُلَّ حِينٍ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهَا وَيَضْرِبُ اللَّهُ الْأَمْثَالَ لِلنَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ وَمَثَلُ كَلِمَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ كَشَجَرَةٍ خَبِيثَةٍ اجْتُثَّتْ مِنْ فَوْقِ الْأَرْضِ اجْتُثَّتْ مِنْ فَوْقِ الْأَرْضِ مَا لَهَا مِنْ قَرَارٍ يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ